0: Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 162, That Tone Is Long. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week I play message number nine from Benjamin Evans. The message is three seconds long and comes from the spring of 1990. Here we go. God, that tone is long.
1: That could have been me. It's possible, right? It sounds like something I would say. I believe sometimes the more messages you have accumulated, the longer the beep is. And I think you had a very
0: long beep. Here's the question I want to ask. Chicago was notorious for its core courses. I wonder if you remember anything about the core courses.
1: You know, you would read these books that were had been somebody's graduate student dissertation or something that was now a book. And it could be pretty tough going. Um, but it was fun because uh, you had a, a whole cohort of fellow students who were all kind of in it with you. Um, so there was kind of a bonding thing there. I did get to take a really fun course called Physics for Poets. It was taught by Leon Letterman, who was a Nobel Prize winning physicist. And um, I remember a course called uh, Unsolvable Problems in Math. And the whole course was working on a proof that definitively showed that there would always be mathematical problems that could not be solved. And we would just go line by line through this complex uh, equation that went on for like, you know, 20 pages or something. And that was the course. And um, I took uh, Spanish, uh, which I loved, then went to... Stayed in uh, Mexico City and studied at uh, UNAM, which was the you know the big university, the Autonomous University of uh, Mexico.
0: What uh, year were you in college when you did that? I d- I don't know,
1: but I remember it was 1991. The United States had just illegally invaded Iraq, and they would have these gigantic torchlight parades, you know, at at night tens of thousands of people protesting against U.S. imperialism on the Avenida de las Americas, where the U.S. embassy
0: was. Where did you stay when, when you were in Mexico City?
1: I stayed with uh, this this woman, uh, Senora Marta. She had a kind of a cool old uh, apartment building uh, in uh, Coyoacan, uh, which was just kind of like this cool, funky neighborhood. Senora Marta mainly made her money by recruiting students at the Central Polytechnic. Extranjeros. So it was like myself, a young woman from Germany. Uh, my roommate was a young man from Japan. And what was the campus like? I thought it was so cool. It was like a science fiction movie from, you know, the 1960s, you know, like just like these huge brutalist buildings. There was a giant mural by o- Orozco and like sculptures everywhere and. Anyway, uh, here's a tie-in to your, your uh, podcast. I, I remember at the time, in uh, near Chapultepec Park, they had what they called a Telefono Magico. And you would go to this one little pathway in the park, and there was an outdoor telephone booth, and there would be a long line of people from all over the world. And the Telefono Magico was the magic telephone where you could make free calls to anywhere in the world, long distance calls. Uh, and you would meet all these interesting people waiting in line to use the phone. And the, the legend was that there, there had been some sort of a, a minor earthquake that had kind of shaken things up. And somehow these phones had been set so that you could just make a call and you didn't have to, to uh, go through the, the payment process.
0: So how long would you have to wait to make a call?
1: Oh, like for hours.
0: Wow. Um, So what would you do for entertainment uh, while in Mexico City? I met this guy,
1: Alfredo, who was studying film at UNAM. And he was friends with these young people who were the grandson, granddaughter of El Indio Fernandez who was a big Mexican film director in, like, the 40s. And he had this big mansion uh, that they called uh, El Castillo, and we would go there. And in that mansion, they had, like, a mural kind of thing done by um, Diego Rivera, which was, like, mind-blowing. It was in this house. But it was just, like, these kind of young hippie kids, and they had, like, a room with, like, a drum set, Uh, you know, a drum kit set up and some amplifiers and guitars and stuff, and they would just be, like, jamming in there. And um, we would just, like, go there and hang out. And there would be just, like, different interesting people from around the world.
0: Ben's time in Mexico City sounds truly magical. The National Autonomous University of Mexico traces its roots to 1551, when Mexico was under Spanish colonial rule. But the campus where Ben studied, called Ciudad Universitaria, was built in the 1950s. The university was named a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 2007 due to its unique mix of modernist architecture and a collection of public art that includes murals and sculptures by internationally renowned artists. A 1954 article in Popular Mechanics titled, Mexico Builds a Glamour Campus, begins, One of the strangest buildings ever constructed. It stands on stilts, its thin concrete roof pulled taut around the entire structure like the canvas of some ultra-modern covered wagon. Beneath the roof... Ionization chambers and automatic neutron counters keep a 24-hour watch on the cosmic rays that strike through the thin concrete with virtually no interference. The building is the Pavilion of Cosmic Rays at the University of Mexico. In a way, it symbolizes the rest of the campus, for here, blazing with color are some of the most unique school buildings ever to welcome students. Ben encountered a very different type of architectural monument when he visited the home of El Indio Fernandez, one of the most acclaimed directors of Mexico's golden age of cinema. The house, with a fortified tower, truly looks like a castle, just as Ben suggests. It was built in the 1940s, and the architect, Manuel Parra, used volcanic stone for its construction. In addition to a mural, Diego Rivera also created furniture and sculptures for the home. The building has been the setting for over a 100 movies, ranging from Fernandez's 1953 classic, The Rapture, to the 2002 biopic Frida about the stormy romance between Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera. The Casa del Indio is now a museum and has a history of hosting an elaborate Day of the Dead display with magnificent ofrenda to various stars of Mexican music and film. You can find the museum at 51 Ignacio Zaragoza in the Coyoacan borough of Mexico City. And you can find me at pfoach.com. That's p-f-o-t-s-c-h dot com. Many thanks to Ben for his historical travelogue. And thank you for listening.